Welcome back to Lazy Elite for March 2nd, 2013. This is episode 64, and I hear Kim breathing. <laughs> this is the podcast where we talk all things video games. I'm Nicole. I am Kim. <laughs> and I am Stephanie. <laughs> and this week we will be discussing uh, the Critter Chronicles. Gianni Sisters, Twisted Dream. I hope I'm saying that name right. Um, let's see, Little Inferno, uh, a variety of other games that we played. Yeah. Uh, Dead Space 3, because mm-hmm. Stephanie is a rock star. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and fortunately, I think we got our, our technical issues worked out. I know the last episode we released, there was a little complaining about the delay. And honestly, I think it was Skype. Um, and that's yeah. what you get when you do a, a free podcast, right? You know? Yeah, it was, it was rough. It was rough. <laughs> yeah. <And> we apologize. <laughs> I had so much, I edited so much of that thing. I'm surprised I released it, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, so, so far, so good. Um, we can hear each other. So Yay. that's always a step in the right direction. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when you do a podcast. Um, I would like to note that um, both Kim and myself, I know for sure, but I'm going to ask you, Stephanie, mm-hmm. um, Nerdtacular, which is going to be uh, July, was it 5th and 6th? So right. Nerdtacular is an event, a yearly event, um, given by Scott Johnson, who runs the Frog Pants Network, which we are a part. And the Kickstarter was just uh, put up on Friday, I think it was. It's already funded, but you can get tickets. You can do some really cool stuff. Like, um, I know it may they may be gone, but um, I know there are uh, rewards to play games with Frog Pants producers. So if you ever wanted to pwn one of us... <laughs> that you can actually get a ticket to the event as well as uh look at some of the cool bonus rewards and i i know since we've since scott has reached his goal he's doing some really cool um stretch goals and different things like that so it's going to be a really exciting time uh last year paul and storm were there um it's just a lot of fun and it, it and Scott moved it from a one-day event to a two-day event. And and I'm talking about it because I know Kim and I are going to be going. Stephanie, are you going to be going? Yes. I oh am God. just waiting for, for airline tickets to go down. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, I'll help you with that. I might even be able to hook you up with some United Mile uh, tickets. So nice. Well, I'll look because usually I can get a, a United ticket for like 25,000 miles. So I oh, might nice. I might be able to help you out there. We'll talk offline. So Nerdtacular, awesome time. It's being held at this amazing resort. I I just wanted to to let everybody know that if you're not already familiar, if you're not already listening to some of the other shows, this is a a fun, fun event. I look forward to it every year. So Right. It's amazing to see how much it's grown Mm -hmm. in just the past couple of years. Yeah. You know, it started out as just a little event where they went and watched, watched the movie. movie. What was it, Spider-Man 2? Well, they started <laughs> if, back in 2007. I think it was the Batman movie, maybe? One of the Batman I movies? I think the Batman was the second. Was that the second, the second one? one? Yeah. And I know, I think it was Iron Man one year and, <laughs> oh gosh. The very bad Spider-Man 3. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, it's it's been really cool to see it evolve, and it's fun. It's a lot of fun. So, yeah, I 
I honestly, it's like a mini con, um, especially mm-hmm. if you're a fan of, of if you're a fan of some of the the shows like the Instance, the the World of Warcraft podcast that Scott and Dills and Terpster do. Um, there are some awesome people like Tom Merritt and Veronica Belmont that come because they're part of the network as well. Um, and then uh, Brian Brushwood and uh, Justin Robert Young were just announced. And they're going to be coming as well. So it's awesome. awesome. very cool. It's going to be so much fun. This one is so much bigger. Two days mm-hmm. now. Two days. And mm-hmm. there's gaming rooms. We're all going to be in one area. Whereas before, you know, mm-hmm. everyone had to go over to a hotel here yeah. or there. Yep. Um, so I think this is going to be really cool because it's it, it's a different sort of event this year from before. I want to play some Munchkin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or all those other really cool games that yeah. people bring. Cards I mean, against humanity. Bring... Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it, they're just so much fun. A friend we, of mine just... We had a... Oh, go ahead. We had a blast yeah. playing um, the board games last week, um, the a... night before, Nerdtacular. Yep. It was great. And, and that's what... Uh, there was even... There was a kind of a side event where some people rented a space to do gaming. And it was like, why don't we just have a totally <laughs> devoted room? Honestly... I would probably be in that gaming room the most, most of the time. See, that's exactly what happened with Dragon Con, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. We, we spent right? so much time in the gaming area. It was amazing. What was the game that you guys were playing when I when I got Oh, my there? heavens, we were playing a it lot. Was like a, it was like a king or something board game. I can't remember. Anyway, it's going to be a lot of fun. If you're into tabletop gaming, if you're hopefully they might have some consoles set up. That would be really mm. cool. To just yeah. play some, you know, console games. Um, and then you'll have all kinds of other things throughout. There's going to be, there's a spa, there's a pool, you know, if you want to do all, any of that kind of stuff. So anyway, that's enough about Nerdtacular. <laughs> if you can go, it's a really cool event. A t- tickets haven't officially gone on sale. They will. I think they are going to run, depending on how much they raise. Um, for, last I heard, they're looking at about a 49 to $50 price point for the ticket because it's two days. But depending, again, on how the Kickstarter, that, that price might go down. So it's Very hard cool. to say. But that's what they're, they're looking at pricing them so far. And I cannot tell you how much swag is given out <laughs> at this event. I have two World of Warcraft lunchboxes. I, had, I got a ton of T-shirts. I got a ton of mouse pads. It's, <laughs> it's just a really cool, cool little thing. So there you go. Check it out, nerdtacular.com, and you can find the Kickstarter link there if you really want to kind of get those tickets and all the little extra bonuses. Nice. And best community, the Frog Pants mm-hmm. community is the best community ever. I mean, it, it is one of those places that you just feel at home, and I love talking to just everybody, yeah. you know, and just even doing the um, Secret Santa this past year I was, it. was I so would, cool. Oh, I want to do a Secret Santa this year. Um, well, and then AIE, you know, is the guild that is an extension of Frog Pants, and it's all kind of part of it. I know they, they have a podcast as well, and they did a live recording of AIE podcast mm-hmm. last year. So, it, okay, we'll stop talking about it. If, you, if, you're, <laughs> if we're torturing you, we, we apologize. So, um all right, so let's get into some of the games we play, played. We we had to delay a week because I picked up that nasty, nasty flu. 
Mm. And it knocked oh. me. And if you if you listen to the other show that I, I do with Scott Johnson and Brian Dunaway, Final Score, I attempted to to record, <laughs> and I'm pretty quiet through the entire thing <laughs> until you hear me talking. You're like, oh, she sounds awful. But yeah, that the flu that went around knocked me for a loop. Um, oh, and I was one of the things that I had before I got sick. I, uh, Mark and I, my husband started playing wow again. We, um, rolled new pandas and mm-hmm. went through the, the quest line. Cause I hadn't, hadn't had a chance. Like I've been in kind of stuck mode with wow. And we, we kind of rekindled him and I playing this game. I mean, that's what really, when we started playing wow, it was, uh, me and Mark going through, we were alliance and it was just, that's what we did. You know, we worked together. I was usually, he, he was a warlock. So he had the, the blue marshmallow guy. So <laughs> that was our tank and I was the healer. So we had a combo of three, even though there were only two of us. Mm-hmm. But um, we decided to, to roll pandas and we went alliance on oh. earthen ring. <laughs> <laughs> which is our, which is where our horde tunes are. What's really awful is that you can't send money across a lot, cross, cross uh, faction. faction. Yep. So I like have all this money on my horde tune, and then my poor little lines tune is so broke. <laughs> oh, but there's ways to do it, yeah. you know, the, with the auction house and that's, the neutral oh, auction that's true. house. I didn't and even stuff. think of auction mm-hmm. houses. Oh, I'm gonna have to do that then. <laughs> Yeah. Well, the easiest way is to just meet up with a character in a neutral territory and hand them the money. Can't, but I can't do that, can I? Well, you could do it with Mark, so Mark could. Oh, I didn't realize that as a lion's person. Actually, I wait. Could can money. you do that? I don't. Can you? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. You no. have to do. You have to do the auction house. Yeah, you'd have to do the, the neutral auction house. And you can't house. even send it to yourself. It has to be because they caught on to that pretty quick. Oh wow. Yeah. No, you have to. <laughs> Um, so what you do is you put, you put some stupid item up, Mm -hmm. um, for a huge amount of money and then you buy it off yourself in the, in the neutral auction house. But I don't have any money. Mm -hmm. Well, no, even put, so like on your Alliance tune, you put up. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. So as the cheese, okay. As the Alliance tune, I put it up. Yeah. Okay. Like 10,000 gold. Well, nobody's going to buy it. Then you switch over to your other tune and you buy that piece of cheese for 10,000 gold. Done. Whatever. I'm going to do that. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Warcraft hacking. Hacking the system. All right. So yeah, that's, uh, and uh, you know, I miss playing WoW. I, I, I just, I miss raiding with you guys. Mm-hmm. I miss I miss all of that. I don't know. So I'm hoping to rekindle some of that. Did you see I posted a um, a picture that Olivia Mum or no no Olivia Grace posted from Wow and there's banana hammocks. <laughs> In wow, literally, you know, banana hammocks. <laughs> so for those wondering what banana hammocks were, that was our. Uh, that was our, our, our code word. Code word when crap was hitting the fan 
when yeah. we were in mid-raid, like, mm-hmm. banana, get out, get out. Because in Gruel, in Gruel's yes. Lair, you could actually run out. So there's very few well, raids ICC you can actually too. run out and save yourself. But in <laughs> right. there, it was so small that, you know, banana hammock, everyone would run out. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was very cute that they actually had banana hammocks in there. Oh, that's nice. funny. So um, the game, since the really, last time we spoke, there there wasn't a lot being released between Dead Space 3 and, um, what, Laura Croft, right? Right. So we decided to pick up some, I don't are they independent games? They're, they're more, they're definitely smaller Small. developers. Mm-hmm. So we had picked up uh, the Gianni Sisters Twisted Dreams. By the way, I had no previous history knowledge of this game or this series. Yeah, um, until I started kind of digging a little deeper and I was like, whoa, there's, there's actually quite a bit of probably people that are very familiar. Um, it goes back to Super Mario Brothers. And it, I found it interesting because I started picking, I, I started playing the game and I immediately thought of Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. And so the original game, the great Gianni sisters, uh, was released in 87. Wow. And, <laughs> and uh, Nintendo didn't sue them, but they did send them, because the even the first level of that game was a one-to-one match of Super Mario Brothers. Right. So it's a, it was a 2D side-scroller game, and... Um, <laughs> Did you hear that? It's Mateo. Sorry. <laughs> He's clip-clopping. <laughs> um, so M- Nintendo didn't sue them. I think they just sent him a letter and said, you guys need to correct it. The game itself re- reviewed really well, but because of Nintendo, the game was pulled off of the shelves. And thus, the collectors, you know, it's a hot commodity. And the game itself sells for, if you can find a, um, an original copy of the game, you know, anywhere from, you know, 100 to $400 for this game. <laughs> so this is the original that, we're, that I'm talking about. So fast forward to 2011 or 12, and there's been various um, iterations of this game. Um, let's see, the ones that are the sequels, Hard and Heavy, Gianni, Sis- Gianni Sisters DS, and then the re- latest one, which was released July of 2012, Twisted Dreams. And that's the one we played, mm-hmm. which was the Twisted Dreams. Um, the Again, another side-scroller uh, type of game. And you have two modes. So you play as two different sisters, and each one of the sisters has a different ability. Mm-hmm. Um, very simplistic in in uh, and it was almost refreshing to me how simple it was uh and it, it was a very fast play so the plot there's actually a plot of the game <laughs> even though it's just like <laughs> I, I i it's like i said it's it, it's a s- simple game and it was made through a kickstarter project so right. it was completely fan funded um and it reached its goal of uh i think it was $150,000 it's only on PC right now, but they are planning on releasing it on uh, Xbox Live and PSN for download and potentially Ouya. So Ouya oh, would be cool. Yeah, Ouya is getting some pretty, um, pretty good traffic 
with the games that are going to be released on it. So, by the way, I got my notice that I get my Ouya March 28th. Nice. Yay! I haven't got my notice yet when I get mine. Did you you did you back it? it? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you should be getting it at the same time then. Yeah, I should. Maybe I just missed that email. But anyway, so on this game, did you guys play with the keyboard or with the controller? Uh, keyboard. I think I played with the control. Yeah, in fact, I did play with the controller because it was controller enabled. And I was like, yay, yeah. yay. <laughs> okay, I hated the, the keyboard, the, the keyboard um, interface Agreed. for this. Agreed. I absolutely hated it. and It made it I, so much I, more difficult. <laughs> Maybe that's why I was I, and thinking I, it was so easy. I messed up my computer somehow, so I can't use my controller right now. So I could only get through, like, the first two levels of this game. And I was, like, oh, so no. frustrated with the buttons mm-hmm. that I'm like, I, I don't want to even do this oh, anymore. A, <laughs> so I, I imagine the controller is so much easier to play with. Yeah, because but the keyboard was horrible. Oh, that stinks. I played yeah. seven seven levels or so. Mm-hmm. So, and the way that they kind of, they have each, uh, it reminded me, it, it reminded me of a very, I don't want to, like a iOS game where you kind of go from mm-hmm. world to world to world, right? And that's kind mm-hmm. of yeah. like, oh, it's, that's why I was thinking simplistic, but it really is, it harkens back to the yeah. Mario days. Yeah, it's where, just a side scroller yeah, Mario exactly. type game. It, and it, but I liked it. I liked the game. It's just, and I think if I would have had a controller, mm-hmm. it would have been a completely different game for me. But because um, you have to use the arrow keys and mm-hmm. you can't uh. use the um, WASD because those keys are for um, changing the mode of the girls and jumping mm-hmm. and things like that. Right. And it, it just, I couldn't get the hang of it. I hated moving with the arrow keys. So I was like, um, no, yeah, I loved I'll, it. I'll wait till I get my controller back up to finish it. The controller was great. Um, and because you swip, swip, swipe between the two girls, swap, swap, <laughs> swap, swap. <laughs> the, it the, sounds weird, weird, but yeah. It's so swap. it's like light and dark. So when you, I, I can't remember who's who, but, um, the the blonde so there's a blonde and a redhead and mm-hmm. it seemed was it the redhead that went a little darker got everything got a little creepier and no, then the blonde it was, was it was the it was blonde like yellow. where everything was kind of decaying was it um, oh and okay. she had the spinning ability where she could kind of hover okay hover the redhead was much brighter but uh, yeah the the enemies what, were different like her, like her she had ability. owls and the blonde had like the demons. flying demons. Yeah. Um, and it, the way that it just seamlessly went back and forth, and, of course, each one had different crystals. So they had blue crystals that either one could pick up, and then they had yellow and red. red. So, mm-hmm. and, and you kind of, you could see them hover if, you're, if you weren't that girl and you can then pick them up. I, I thought it was a fun play. It's great with a controller. It was really just a lot of, I really liked it. Yeah. So I think you should try it with a keyboard. And I don't let want us to. Know. <laughs> I don't want to try it now. <laughs> yeah, you'll be with us. Um, I, I enjoyed, okay, one of the things that I enjoyed was the changing of the music when you switched uh, sisters because that actually helped me set the mood. But yeah, the controls just made it uh, really unbearable for me. Oh, and right. when you die, 
there's no save point. You're pretty much back to the very beginning. So I have to redo all the stuff I just did, despite the fact that it waves little flaggy points. Yeah, th- those didn't really count for much. So the, and, way, uh, the way that they're described, Gianni herself was given two personas, a cute Gianni and a punk G- Gianni. Is, am I saying her name right, Gianni? I think so. That's yeah, how let's I would go say for it. it. So yeah, like you, we'll say that, and then somebody will correct us. Correct us. <laughs> <laughs> but well, we all got it wrong. What, there we go. You know, I consider myself someone that knows history of like the NES games, but I was not aware of this game at all. Mm-mm. Had you either of you known about the the history nope. of it? Yeah. No. Nope. No. Nope. So. And it's exactly like you said, the cute Gianni, Stephanie had the ability to twirl and glide through the air and the punk, she had that aggressive dash where she could like fireball. Yeah. Fireball. And then there was, (laughs) there's one, there's one area where you press and hold her in that kind of dash mode and she can bounce back and forth up a wall. Yeah. Let me tell you on a keyboard (laughs) that sucked. It wasn't bad. I cannot even tell you how many times I could not get that to to go correctly. I I didn't realize that I had to just hold the button down with the controller. And once I figured that out, I was like, Oh, and you kind of unlock different, like you can pick up, um, like, I don't know if it was like screens, like, art and things like that so they have little hidden things all around that you can get little bonuses and things like that so mm-hmm. it's a it's a fast play game i definitely recommend if you're going to play it on the pc have a wired xbox controller mm-hmm. um or yes. if you do have a wireless xbox controller you can go on amazon and they have um like for you know anywhere from 11 to 15 dollars uh there's a um Something a USB connector, receiver thing, yeah, a receiver yeah. that you can use with your wireless uh, controller. So, so there. Uh, I I enjoyed it. The music was cool. I liked the feel of it. The 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 back and forth between the character. It was very seamless. It was a lot of fun, and I'm really looking forward to checking it out on the Ouya if it comes there. So. Yeah, and I agree. If I I really wanted to play this game, and I really wanted to enjoy it because I enjoyed everything except for the controls. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think it would have been a different game if I was able to play it um, with my controller versus the keyboard. Agreed. So there's Gianni. What were you going to say? I I was just going to say, if you're looking for the old school feel, you know, playing a a game with newish graphics, but with the old player feel, then this is a a good game. But the fact that you can't re remap any of the keys, you're stuck yeah. with the keys that they give you. Yeah, you really need a controller. Yeah. So. Yeah. Lots of fun. Get your controller on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then another game that all three of us played because I I sent it to both of you mm-hmm. um, was the book of unwritten tales, the Critter Chronicles. This is another series that I. I've, I wasn't familiar with. I'm not even sure. I think I had looked at somebody, a friend of mine on Steam, and they had wished for it. And I thought, oh, those little guys look cute. I wonder what this game's about. And it's a, it's a puzzler game. Um, and so it went on sale on Steam for, I think, like $5 or something like that. And so I picked it up and then sent it on to you guys. Um, mm-hmm. You can pick it up. If you don't find it on sale it retails for roughly $20. Um, but 
you should be able to find it on sale every once in a while on Steam. I think G- the Gianni Sisters game was what? It was on sale too for. Oh, yeah. It was just on sale. Yeah. For. Oh, uh, but. $3, so I bought $5. it the day before it went uh, on yes. sale. <laughs> so I think I paid $14.99 okay. for it. Yeah. And you guys paid $4.99 for it. Yeah. It was under $6. Well, actually, I know that. It was, yeah. I was, yeah. So I was time. like, oh, curse you, Steam. <laughs> See, I didn't pay anything for it because um, Brian Dunaway uh, gifted to gifted it to me for uh the holidays so oh nice that was my christmas present from him so uh so the the critic chronicles again not tremendously familiar uh the first of the games the just called the book of unwritten tales uh was released back in 2010 i think it was and it's a point and click puzzle game really that's really what it comes down to and then the 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 follow-up to it, which is the Critter Chronicles, uh, was released in 2012, and it too is 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 a point-and-click puzzle. Um, so you start off on a sh- airship, and I have to say I wasn't sure what I was getting into. I just kind of picked it because mm-hmm. it, it just it looked interesting, right? So um, you play this kind of obnoxious guy who who really did remind me of the character from, oh, uh, Bard's Tale, a little bit, okay. if, if you're familiar. So he was, he was kind of cheeky, and he would mm-hmm. you know, make <laughs> stupid jokes, and you, you, you kind of didn't like him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so you, he won the boat, the airship, from a guy, and you're, you're meant to just explore. So by, by the time the bounty hunter found me and then was going to try to take me down, you go down into the hull of the ship and you talk to the, the, uh, the woman who... She's the masthead. The, She's yeah, the, the masthead. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm clicking, I'm clicking everything. I was like, I don't know what the heck I'm doing. You actually get an achievement for just clicking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I have my harshest criticism for this game really? because there was so much potential. This is like this is like a good concept wrapped in a horrible format. Yeah. Because calling this a puzzle game is an insult to other puzzle games. <laughs> this is not a puzzle game. This is point and click on stuff randomly until you get so utterly frustrated you start combining things that have no legitimate right to <laughs> I go did together. The same thing. But but and I then think you go. But honestly, I think that's what, I mean, most of the point and click games that I've played, and I've played a ton of them, that's what you do. Mm -hmm. You you just keep combining things until, you know, they're like, oh, okay. This one I think was a little more frustrating, but I mean... I'm not sure that it was off the mark that much. Don't you allow think, me though... to describe a scenario that I had to do later in the game <laughs> to free Nate, who's now trapped in a pot, right? <laughs> a man yet dressed in a Yeti costume yeah, yeah, is standing yeah. next to Nate, who's in a pot, and I must distract the Yeti. How do I do that, you ask? Well, clearly I need a water, a balloon filled with water placed on top of a tripod. <laughs> 
placed on top of wood with paper for a thing so that the light shines through the balloon to catch the paper on fire, which makes no sense. It, may, it does absolutely nothing. <laughs> then you put scales down. You put a salt shaker on top of the scales, a paint bucket on the other side of the scales. You tie a rope to the salt shaker and the <laughs> gong goes off. Now, can I please stress that there was a rope attached to the gong the entire time? Why did I have to go through this obnoxious scenario to do what was right in front of me? It, yeah, pull the gong. I was so. Oh. Okay, here's I, the other thing that frustrates me to no end. I can't get past these built-in scenarios that they force you to do. I had to talk to someone three times to trigger the right yes. dialogue. Yes. Why? There I, was no need I for that. I didn't realize I had – you're talking about when you're talking to the uh, the bounty hunter, the right? I had no idea. Yeah. I'm like Her, clicking everything. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that happens later on with a, with a child. Uh, you have to talk to them multiple, multiple times before you finally get to the – Oh, now they're going to tell me what I really need. That is superfluous well, and, and just drove me bananas. But I think I, we're I, so I was... used to the type of games that we play on on this show and the types of games we like are first-person shooters, you know, MMOs. This is a different type of game. And, and so I understand me... that, you know, these are puzzle games. And I felt like it took me a while to get into the mindset of the game. But once I did then things started to come a little bit easier for me. So how many of these have you played before, Steph? Is this, I mean, how many point-and-click games have this have you played? Obviously, I do, like, hidden object type games. I'm used well, to Well, no, that. no, but that's a, that's a different, yeah, that's that's a a different totally type different, of game. Yeah. Like, that, Hector, that's not a point-and-click like this is. Like, I'm talking about, um, you know, Monkey Island, mm-hmm. Hector, um, Sam and Max. Yep. You've got, um, uh, there. there's all kinds of ones like that Telltale um, is, king's, is notorious king's for those quest types, yeah. space quest you know yeah. those it's a it's a different type of game and you know so it's uh, this i did not find any different than any other point and click game of this genre because i play a lot of these mm-hmm. so i'm wondering is do you and i and i'm just trying to say are you comparing this to other point and click games or just the whole genre of point and click I, games i'm comparing this just to other games i i felt that it did it did a poor job explaining what I needed to do. I, I couldn't even figure out how to see my inventory until I accidentally moved my mouse to the bottom. I did, I did the Whoops, same thing. There's my inventory. But it's, that's I, the kind of, I think people that really like these games, that's what they like about uh, it, that it doesn't like, they have to figure it out. And, and that's kind of, I mean, that's the MO of this game. It does not tell you, it does not spoon feed you at all. So <laughs> that is an understatement. Yeah. I mean, just it, it felt like an exercise in futility, really. Yeah. Like you just throw logic out the door and you just try to figure out what they what you might need to do. But really, it just it at this point, it just becomes a process of elimination. Did I try this yet? Did I try that yet? Did I try that? Like when you're trying to fire the, the cannon, why did I have to put confetti in the cannon? But I had to do that to trigger the yeah, next event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, there was no reason for me to do that besides the fact that it's in the script. And, and, and if he, I want the story to continue, I have to do what they want me to and, do, which just made but me again, bananas. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's any different than any other point-and-click game. I agree, like, I agree. I, I mean, I think this, game's, this, this genre of games is just not for you because you. this 
it's 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 like that you know across the board and like i said i've played a ton of these because i really like these games just you know some of them granted some of them are better at the logical stuff Mm -hmm. versus the ridiculous stuff but all of them have ridiculous stuff in them somewhere so you know uh, i think it's really just a um, this isn't your type of game. I, Definitely not. I, I'm somewhere in the middle. Um, there were parts of the of this game that I got really frustrated with, and at one point, I think I started at the top, and I just started clicking and going back and forth and clicking on things because I was just like, I have no idea. And oh, yeah, absolutely. I, and I refused to yeah, go on Google where to, I was to and, uh, figure it out. I'm and it was like, a shallow tooth because like. there's so much humor in the game that, yeah. that I enjoyed that, and the voice acting was was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you throw this just utter nonsense and lack of logic at me and, and I'm going to think, what am I, what am I doing? And then we meet Critter and his crew yes. and they start talking in that language. Oh my Lord. <laughs> yeah. I was sticking my headphones off at that point. <laughs> so it, I think the one thing this game is missing that a lot of other point and clicks have is a hint system. Mm-hmm. So, um, you can, you can talk to the guy and say, or, you know, talk to somebody and get a hint and they'll be like, then they'll make up a funny response. And so it's just a, it won't tell you what to do, but it will give you some clues. And they're normally funny clues on Mm -hmm. why it's ridiculous and things like that. Like Hector or Space Quest, both of those have very funny hints that go along with the story and it helps you along and keeps you less frustrated. And then you're just not just clicking and combining stuff randomly. Right. Right. And so this, I think to that be clear, this game does not have that. There no, is no, no, it doesn't. It does not. It does no. not. So yeah, it, I don't, it's not the best point and click by any, by any means, but it, I think it is a basic generic point and click. So if you like point and click games, mm-hmm. this one's, this one's okay. In my Catch opinion, it on sale. Um, yeah. it's, it's not the best one I've ever played by any stretch of the imagination, but I mean, it's a basic point-and-click. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, if you don't like point-and-clicks, do not play I'm this one. I'm just glad we got it on sale, to be honest with you. So, <laughs> But in saying that, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was cute. It was funny. You know, because I'm used to these type of games, um, you know, I was able to progress pretty easily. Um, I, you know, it didn't frustrate me or anything. <laughs> it frustrated me at the beginning. But again... <laughs> Yeah, I was once I got once I kind of was like, oh, and these types of games, I feel you have to, you can't just sit down and play, you know, thirty minutes of it. It's almost like you have to keep that momentum going. You're like, okay, I got that part. All right, and and it's it's really you become part of the game, and I feel it does get easier when when you kind of keep that momentum and you start understanding the crazy logic of it the ridiculousness (laughs) ridiculousness. so ah so that was the critter chronicles (laughs) yeah we haven't had a bad review in a while okay we got through that one got through it okay step step back (gasps) breathe Alrighty. So what else have we been? So Steph, you I think you should stick with enemy three multiplayer. (laughs) Oh for sure. That's a ton of fun. You finished (laughs) up Dead Space Three? Yes, I did. Oh wow. That was I did that like a week ago. Oh. I finished it before we were gonna record last week, yeah. So did you like the ending? Did you I mean all around was 
did you enjoy the game? Oh, oh, absolutely loved the game. Um, it was very satisfying um, to create your own weapons. Like, uh, so they, they have a uh, workbenches just littered everywhere. And uh, once you progress past chapter eight, um, you get scavenger bots that go out and gather, uh, resources for you and they'll come back to the nearest workbench and then you can build a whole bunch of stuff. Um, you can build, um, weapons, you can build med kits, uh, you can build, uh, ammo if you're running low. Um, but I love that it's so open-ended that you can build pretty much any, they have blueprints that are there, but you can pretty much build whatever you want. Um, so you can have like a Gatling gun type on the top of the gun and then put a, a grenade launcher at the bottom, you know, cause you're, you're looking to, to, for some kind of gun that will shoot from a distance as well as shoot when they swarm you. Oh, and they'll swarm you. <laughs> that's pretty much what they do. So, uh, it, that was a very satisfying aspect of it. And of course the. The storyline was, you know, that uh, Isaac Clark is, he's there presumably to help his ex-girlfriend, but uh, also to discover this planet, which seemed to have a solution to the marker uh, necromorph problem. And, uh, you know, as he discovers this history. No spoilers. um, Yeah, no, no, no history. Uh, No spoilers. Um, They're also being attacked by the... the, uh, Oh, down their name just eluded me. The the ones that are trying to evoke the markers, uh, gotcha. the the un, un, uh, unitarians, something like that. Did they Uni- s- did they set it up for like Dead Space Four? Uh, I no. Oh, really? <laughs> it's meant to be the end of the series, but there is something at the end. If you listen but- all the way through the end of the credits, there is something. But from everything I've read, they, they, they pretty much try to wrap it up and say, but okay, we're done. Wasn't this, Mass this will Effect be 3 also supposed to be the end? And I just was reading they're going to do another one? Am I, did- I never believed that Mass Effect 3 was the end. Okay. Never. I never believed that. No, yeah, I didn't either. I always figured that was not going to be the end. So when you're crafting this stuff, do you have to find material to craft these? Or um, is it the material there. I mean, how does that work? Cause I know in fallout, um, like fallout Vegas, mm-hmm. I hardly ever crafted anything because I never had all the right ingredients together. Uh, yeah. And it was so, I was just like, ah, oh, screw it. I can they find were just this scattered stuff all places. over the place. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. The scavenger bots make it super easy. And, uh, this is a tip for anyone that's actually playing uh, the game. So when you have a scavenger bot, um, and when you activate it, uh, a, a sonar, like a radar sonar map pops up and it makes a pinging noise. Um, you want to go to where the, the noise gets super strong and the map actually starts making like a bright image. That's where you put the bot down. Because if you put it down somewhere else, it's just going to find a little bit. But if you put it on one of those hot spots, you'll get a lot of resources back. Um, plus, the bots return what are called uh, ration, ration scraps. Um, uh, and you take those online and redeem them for kits that have a whole bunch of uh, materials in them. So the idea was you either pay real money <laughs> or you use the stuff that the bots find to get you more materials, the good, the good materials. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's easy to get a whole bunch of materials. It's, it's not difficult. Hmm. So you can, cool. you can pretty much craft whatever you want. That's nice. Yeah. I like it when they make it a little easier. I mean, because crafting yeah. in and itself is, is part, <clears throat> is a task of the game. So yeah. I, I was disappointed that, you know, 
there's other stuff that's on, available on the online store that you have to pay real money to get. And I was disappointed at that um, because one of the things that I wanted to get was a personality add-on for the bots that they would have um, – like they portal. would say things as <laughs> like they were running around and, and, and you know, each one would have a different personality. And I wanted that, but I wasn't going to pay four ninety nine for it. I'm sorry. Just I don't know. They would have had like a Wheatley personality. I might have paid for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't get a preview of what they were, so oh. it's just kind of hit or miss. I mean, they could have been jerks, and I wouldn't wanted to step on them. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Shut what your do mouth. you mean? I need a farm for you. <laughs> Smack talk you. Exactly. And like, then... don't don't cop that Lydia attitude from Skyrim. <laughs> uh, so... My burden. You're like, shut your mouth. I'll do it for you this time. <laughs> so, Kim, you started. You restarted Borderlands Two on your PS3. Yeah, so I I had to redo um, my computer and put um, redo the OS on my computer, and I did the backup on my games, but uh, screwed it up somehow. Oh, <laughs> no. So it was gone from my PC, and I'm like, uh, well, you know, I wanted to play on my PS3 as well, so I went and got it for the PS3, and I started playing there, and so I'm up to the same point again that I was on my PC, so I can go, oh, oh, like, cool. right after the train, um, you know, I've derailed the train now, so oh, excellent. Right. I'm at that point, with Tina. so, <laughs> yeah, with Tina, <laughs> with Tina, <laughs> but I'm finding that Although I like playing on my PS3 and the controllers, it was really kind of easier on my PC playing the game, um, especially driving. Holy crap. Driving is so much easier on my PC than it is on the PS3. <laughs> that was the blaring. Do you, did you not um, use a controller when you played on the PC? No, oh, I, I was see, in my I, I yeah. use my controller keyboard. all the way. No, no, not keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It was it was much easier and smoother yeah. with the keyboard than the controller on my PC. Oh, really? um, the the PS3, you know, it was it, it's really smooth using it for fighting and everything. But for driving, it was like, oh, this sucks! You know, I'm running into everything. Where on my PC, I'm like, oh yeah, man, I'm actually a good driver. Borderlands <laughs> <laughs> too on my PC, but not not so much on the console. So. Yep, so I'll get there eventually and I'll be able to, you know, do the DLCs. <laughs> have you, nice. I haven't nice. heard, there's only one DLC left and I have not heard anything. Have you, either of you heard anything about the fourth DLC? No, because I'm, I'm kind of holding my breath that they're not counting the Mecromancer as the first No, they're DLC. not, they're not, they're not. So there's, there's definitely another there's one coming? Because that's what I'm afraid. Yeah, is that there's one miscounted. more. Um... <laughs> I'm reading an article on uh, MP First, and they're talking about developers' hint at an up upcoming DLC. Mm. Um, I know they had some patches that rolled out. I finished. I don't remember if I tell, told you. I did finish Sir Hamelock's Big Game Hunt. Oh right, mm -hmm. it was so short and really stupid hard. <laughs> yeah, those mobs are crazy <laughs> hard. I mean. Yeah, I mean exponentially that much harder. The rumors are saying the fourth DLC is supposed to be hitting um, around June. Wait a minute, that's not that's not right. Fourth expansion, <laughs> June twenty. I think they meant twenty thirteen. So that's June. <laughs> let's hope. So. Let's hope. <laughs> I say that June. That's that's a long time from now. I mean, it's March, February. 
Especially if they're if they yeah. still have no plans to raise the, the, the level yeah, cap. Yeah, I mean they're losing people left and right. Sure. So they need to get that DLC out now, people. Yeah. Do it. Sure. I've heard. I think I read somewhere that it might be a claptrap DLC. That would be okay, I, I guess, depending on because he can get very annoying. I love very him. quickly. Remember how much fun that zombie one was? Doctor Zed zombies. Oh, that was fun. The zombie one was great because it was nonstop. It was zombies constantly surrounding, and it was hard. If you weren't up to a certain level, it was hard going through there. But the the zombie one was cool. They they shouldn't bring back zombies again, but it was. They need to emulate that. Okay, Zombanista. <laughs> I said, okay, Zombanista. Yeah, right, Zombanista. <laughs> so, for those wondering what I'm talking about, Kim this past week launched an awesome website uh, called zombanista.com. So, yes. Kim, tell us, tell, tell, tell the listeners a little bit about because I think it's very clever and awesome. <laughs> so, you know, we all know the zombie apocalypse is coming, of course. Sure. Um, but, and everyone talks about how to survive during the, you know, there's so many survival sites out there about how to do this, how to do that, you know, how to pack this bag, but nobody talks about, um, you know, how you should dress, how you should take care of yourself, how just to continue on being fabulous when the zombies attack, you know, because you always, you still want to feel like yourself because, you know, that's when you're fighting out there for your life, you don't want to feel all crappy and, and gross and icky. You know, when you, when you look pretty or you feel pretty inside and you feel good about yourself, you know, then you're the best at fighting as well. So it's yeah, all about high, just looking your best and feeling your best during the zombie apocalypse. Zombanista.com. Yes. Yes. It. Go there, it. you know, leave a, leave a comment or two and enjoy it. And if you have any, you know, the, suggestions um, for awesome. what you would like to see, let me know too. Yeah. I love uh, the artwork that you got for, uh, for the site. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. As a guy um, from deviant art cool. nice. out there. So yes. And since we were talking so. about borderlands too, I wanted to thank Neil for emailing us and, and letting us know that the borderlands two ringtones weren't knockoffs. They actually add it to the list. Um, because when I, for whatever reason, when I Googled tiny Tina ringtones, uh, gearbox didn't come up at all. It was oh. like all these other sites. So, uh, the uh, borderlands2.com there's a download section and it has uh claptrap torque hammerlock and tiny tina so they had added hammerlock and tiny tina since i had been there so i didn't realize that so i got myself some tiny tina ringtones on my phone now so they're awesome i love them very cool um all right so moving right along uh Stephanie, you had mentioned uh, Mass Effect 3 multiplayer. Yes. Uh, so that's obviously one of my favorite parts of the whole Mass Effect, but uh, it is, the, is the multiplayer um, because it's, it's, it's essentially just four-person co-op. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they started out with a, a limited number of characters that you could be, um, but now they've thrown in a whole bunch of uh, add-ons, free add-ons, oh, cool. that you can uh, go to, and uh, now you can play... You know, you can play Krogans, you can play um, pretty much every character from the game. Uh, they just recently added one where if they're Edie is an option. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. You can play as the Vorcha. 
these are these are characters that you unlock with character packs. Oh. So you'll you'll pick a, um, let's say you an engineer, and you'll play that, gather points as you as you play, and then you purchase a pack with those points, and then you unlock characters from those packs. Awesome. So it's the chance to get those characters. Um, so I, I it's, love it. it's a, so much fun. When, so much fun. When games so kind of move when on. you're when you're um, queuing up, are there still a lot of people? Oh yeah, um, there. Oh. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Mark was yeah. telling me that uh, Red Dead Redemption. He had gone back into Red Dead Redemption, and they have a co-op uh, multiplayer that you can do uh, with Red Dead. Yeah, that was go back. that was one of the uh, DLCs that yeah. was released uh, way back when, and we missed it. Um, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, I think I we have moved on. Co-ops. I mean, <laughs> if you're not fun. really into a game, you kind of, once you finish it, you kind of move on. And maybe that DLC that might have come out, you might have missed hearing about it. You're never going to miss hearing about it, about Borderlands 2 DLC on this show. But <laughs> some of the other sure. stuff, you know, if we've moved on, it's kind of hard to keep up with that. So it's kind of neat to go back to, to older games and see what's out there. So, mm-hmm. all right, yeah. well, let's move on to iPhone games. Um, the first one we have is, uh, at first when I started playing it, I didn't really, I didn't think it was a game, but the more you play it and the more you kind of, um, experience it, I mean, it's definitely an experience. You start seeing, yes, this is, this is totally a game. It's called Little Inferno. It is, it's iPad only, isn't it, Kim? Yeah, it's iPad only. Um, it's and I think you actually have to have... I don't think it's on the first iPad. You have to have at least uh, iPad 2. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So um, it's four ninety nine. At first, I, I, I can't believe I paid for it because the reason why I paid for it is I love the creators. So they this is the same group that made World of Goo. Okay. Uh, I love World of Goo. World of Goo, right? World of Goo? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. World of Goo. <laughs> so because of my love of World of Goo, I was like, I need to see what they came out with this little inferno. And the first thing that comes up when you open this game is don't play with fire in real life. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> the Really, the only game mechanic is in this game is you burning things. So yep. <laughs> they had to put a little disclaimer uh, in front of it. Um, and you, it's such a simplistic game and you buy different things in the store. And as you burn these items, you get coins to buy other items. And then you soon realize that you want to start combining these items and burning them together. And by doing these different combos, you get more points. You have uh, the ability to speed up when you get the item from the store, because it does take a little time depending on the item. And you have all these different catalogs that you can purchase from. And you get combos like LOL cat. And you have to burn the wandering eye with a cat. And then you unlock this combo. It sounds so silly, but it was strangely addictive because as you're going through each one of these catalogs, you have this little girl that's sending you messages and you're finding out kind of the, the town and everybody's in their, their little house and they're all in front of the little inferno. And it's almost like, 
I don't know, this, the, the back end story seemed a little darker than, than I realized, especially you get this little video that plays. I was like, Ooh, goodness, what is going on with this town? <laughs> so how far have you gotten? I, I finished it. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. I finished and it. so it gets a little dark at yeah, the end. I does. was like, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, with the little, the messages, little girl sends. Yeah. I was surprised how into the game I was. Because, Me too. Because like I said, it was. I'm only to the sixth. There's seven catalogs. And I'm to the sixth catalog right now. Um, but, and some of these are pretty, they're not difficult, but they're not exactly intuitive. Right. right. Of what the combinations um, should be. So I did go out and there's a website called infernofans.com mm-hmm. and you can go there and you can find the combos and go to that combo and you can get hints. It'll give you three hints of what um, the the combinations you need to use, or you can just say, okay, tell me, just tell, tell me. me what the combination <laughs> is. Yeah. Um, just because some of them really aren't intuitive yeah. at all. I'm like, why would why does that and that equal that? Some of them are, you know, you can figure out. You're like, oh, yeah, that makes it sense. It tests your memory skills a lot because it's not always the objects in that catalog. You may have one object from, from catalog six and another object from catalog one, and there's at least 20 objects in each one of the catalogs. So you really well, have to remember where what's what. And it's also that little girl, the the messages she mm-hmm, sends. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's subtle hints in there yes. as well that you're you probably will not remember. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a really I want to say cute, but it's a really dark game. <laughs> um, well, and it's also it's um, the uh, what is it called? Um, a physics game. Mm-hmm. So you know you you pull something up. And you place it into the fireplace and it falls like um, a rag doll would or, mm-hmm. you know, um, there's like little galaxies. So the little galaxies hover in space. And so it's also got a really good the visceral moon. feel to yeah, it. Yeah. And then when you burn stuff, it reacts in the way that it, sh- it would burn in real life. Like um, if there's a jar with something in it the jar will just sit there and bubble and bubble and bubble until it gets to the point and it breaks everywhere. And then everything flies around the fireplace and it starts burning. So it has, it feels really good to burn stuff. It does. (laughs) And that's like the the whole MO of the game. Now I will say there are some things I'm like, oh, I don't want to burn that. I don't want to burn that kitty cat. I don't want to burn that dog. Yeah, I so did not like burning. But then there's some gross stuff yeah. like um, locust eggs. So it's a Spider big ball of um, undulating eggs inside. And it was disgusting. I'm like, I, uh, I don't even want to see that anymore. <laughs> there's, there's one, um, I guess, combo that you get. It's, it's like a manly combo. Have you seen that one yet? manly combo I don't think so So you take there's three items that it's like a manly um spray like cologne and then there was a manly uh I don't know one one of the oh it was a it was a beard trimmer manly beard trimmer 
And when you put it into the fire, it just starts buzzing all over the place and knocking everything over. And I couldn't get this combo because it kept destroying my items before I could burn them all. Well, and that's the same with the ice cubes. Right. You have to be careful with the ice cubes because it may freeze it before yeah. you can ever burn it. And yeah. so, you know, it's it's kind of a, you know, when when do I do things mm -hmm. and, you know, putting them in the right order as well. Yeah. So, little so it, it really is a fun game. It doesn't, yeah. until you get into it, you're like, what am I doing? What, what, what is this? <laughs> yeah, it's fun. So, um, Pixel People, who, who put mm -hmm. that in? Is that you, Steph? Me. Yes. So tell me about Pixel People. Well, it's released by one of my favorite companies, Chillingo, oh, yes. which, you know, cut the rope and all that greatness. Uh, so <laughs> you you need to think of this as Tiny Tower meets SimCity. No, I'm done. I can't do another Tiny Tower. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, your city is kind of floating in space, and uh, you need to build uh, housing for your people. And then <laughs> this is the this is the weird part that's slightly different is that once there's housing available, clones appear oh. at the visitor center. A greeting center. So you go there and there's your clone sitting there with no attributes whatsoever. And you assign attributes to them. And you get to mix and match what they call it splicing uh, to create completely new personalities or new attributes, I should say. Hmm. So one of the first ones that they let you do, um, because the only one you have is the mayor, and then there's a um, mechanic. So you splice the two together, and what would you think you would get when you mix someone who's administrative with someone who fixes things? An engineer. Uh. So that's what your new person is, and then you assign that characteristic to them, and, and you send them off to work. We're all about and the combo games this, this week. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty much the same, you know, scenario. Uh, they generate money so that you can expand uh, build new new businesses, build new residents. Um, they give you bonuses for actually having trees. <laughs> so oh, that's cool. always nice to actually have, you know, open land. Um, but it's, if you're looking for a, a different spin on Tiny Tower, then oh, cool. that's the game. And it's free. Out. There you go. Free. Can't be free. And then we have, <laughs> I have no idea how to pronounce this. Is this you, Kim? Pen um, number? Pen pen no, number? that's not me. Is that you, Steph? Stephanie? Hello? Did we lose Stephanie? I don't know. I mean, must have. <laughs> so, uh, psh, I've never played this game. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Pen number bear. Um, I have no idea what it, it is. It looks cute. <laughs> we should probably skip that till yeah. Steph comes yeah, back. Yeah, it's $1.99. <laughs> um, so, yeah, w when Steph comes back, I'm not sure. Yep, she just dropped. So we'll call her back, um, and then we'll come back. So let's keep moving forward, get this show on the road. We're already at an hour mark. See what happens when we miss a week. I know, exactly. <laughs> it's like, whoa, way too much. Um, wow, I love this video, this Skyrim and exercise. Yes. <laughs> so in our internet news, uh, I came across a Kotoku uh, article, and it it it's toting kind of – playing Skyrim and losing weight. And if you watch the video, there's a guy and he, he has this device and he's walking, walking, and it's in sync with the game. So as he walks, he walks in the game. And I, I think I've, there's been things like that out there before, right? I think so. Um, this one I think is kind of a combination of like the connect 
with glasses and I don't know where the glasses came from. So is that like their own invention type thing? Is it just the virtual reality type glasses? Yeah, I'm not sure. Because it, but it looked, it looked like it was an uh, easier way to do this. I'm some of these I've seen in the past. It's like, oh, that doesn't look very comfortable. Yeah. But this actually looked cool. It's called the Omni. Yeah. It's called the Omni and it's a virtual reality treadmill hybrid. (laughs) That allows you to walk and look around naturally in a game. So um, kind of a neat little, I mean. It it doesn't look like you're actually exercising that much. No. But I guess if you're sitting on your butt on your couch or you're actually just walking to play the game, this is like actual, you know, this is exercise. I don't think it would be, you know, enough exercise that, you know, <laughs> you're going to lose well, a ton it, of weight. But it, it's getting you off the yeah. couch and. Um, what he didn't do any shooting or anything no, no, no. He's just in it. So was that just the controller he would still be doing that with? I think he is holding the controller. Yeah, I think so. So it's really just the walking at this point. It's not like the, um, slashing or the shooting or pulling the bow back or anything like that. It's just walking, yeah. which is still cool, but I don't think that I would buy this contraption just to walk in to the walk game. around in Skyrim. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Especially when there's fast travel. Um, yeah, exactly. And that's what the one thing they said in here. This is the only reason not to fast travel in Skyrim. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, you never, you so, never not fast travel. So, Steph, are you back with us? Yes, I am. Okay, so we were Thank you, we were we were uh, talking about your other game, your other iOS game, um, Pen Number Bear. Penum Bear. Penum Bear. See, look, Pen-um-bear. I don't even know what how to pronounce it. <laughs> so, so, so he's a um, a teddy bear who wakes up alone in the dark oh. with a little lightning bug as a companion, and uh, as he's walking through the darkness, the when he gets close to a light source, he can activate. Um, this ability that turns the light solid. Hmm. So he can either um, be trapped inside the light or the light beca- is a barrier so that he can't pass. And and so it's a kind of a puzzler where you turn the lights on and off to get past, you know, certain elements. Um, and you can discover little uh, he- teddy bears uh, hidden throughout the, the levels to give you more lives. So it's like bonus cool. points. So uh, it's it's a cute little uh, game. It's a dollar ninety nine, and uh, I thought the graphics were really interesting. Yeah. And um, it's easy to play on the iPad because it's just left and right and jump. Nice. <laughs> That's pretty much it. It looks really cute. Uh, anything with bears in it, I love it. Yeah, the bears are <laughs> exactly. just the garble. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so we have a little bit of MMO talk. Rift's second anniversary is starting. Mm-hmm. So are you excited? Of course, because yeah, the carnival is always a ton of fun. <laughs> they have weird games like um like uh throwing uh hoops on uh things in a pond mm-hmm. you know like when you you'd be at a carnival and you'd have those hoops and you'd have to throw them on like milk bottles or something like that it's essentially like that only the things are moving they're like a kind of like crabs <laughs> kind of like that. Week, <laughs> so last week of March have, will be free to play rift isn't free to play yet is it no it is still subscription based tara is now free to play Yep. I just got my email saying, hey, because you paid for it, here's a bunch of credits. Come on back. Nice. So I thought about going back to Tara, but then I realized I was playing WoW and I paid for that one. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's why I haven't gone back to Guild Wars because I'm like, well, I'm paying for WoW. Although, um, I, I miss Guild Wars. So, yeah. yeah. The only reason I haven't gone back is I'm paying for WoW. <laughs> and then we have. Yeah, you, uh, don't, you don't really feel an urge to go back when it's free. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Hey, Liz. <laughs> hey, Liz. Liz. Oh, I pulled up that video, the YouTube video that you have in the show notes for oh, yes. the Assassin's Creed 4. And there's a stupid commercial in front of it. Oh. <laughs> there's always commercials. So I won't be able to watch that. Um, did you did you put that in there, Steph? The black flag? Yes. Um, so tell me. So I guess this is the leak for yes. Assassin's Creed 4. Why does it seem like this is this happened really fast? Mm-hmm. Well, when you hear the story, you, I think it, it, you can understand where it's coming from. So the the premise is that uh, you are the father of Haytham, oh, okay. the guy yeah, who yeah, was yeah. Yeah. the, the father of the Connor, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? So that's I kind of get the feeling that this was being developed at the same time oh, as Assassin's Creed. So Creed. you're getting more of a backstory with with the Haytham, right. gotcha. but in this case, they're taking the action. To the sea with yeah. pirates. And so you'll be on boats. Because that be wasn't the most boring islands. part of Assassin's Creed 3. <laughs> well, it was work. I hated the boats. And being on the boat and just seeing the ship and the cutscene. I'm like, when are we on land? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so well, boring. With, uh, with Haytham, that wasn't, oh, that wasn't so was like the worst part. But this will have uh, sea battles. Like you'll be fighting other ships. Ooh. So I would imagine that's that's a little more fun. I I am honestly waiting for ninjas. If you just bust it down and tell me Assassin's Creed as ninjas, I will be there with <laughs> Belafon. Because I mean, really, that's the that's the pinnacle, right? Yeah. Well, isn't there assassins that's aren't ninjas? Doing. They're ninja like. No, but I mean actual ninjas. <laughs> just make me a ninja. Don't don't put me in Italy. Don't put me in the New World. Uh... Don't put me on the sea. Throw me into ancient Asia and, and be done a, with it. Make me a ninja. <laughs> <laughs> I am honest, a real ninja. Bam, oh, done. There you go. Good to go. Throwing stars, the whole thing. So we'll we'll put the the black flag uh, video uh, in the show notes. So if you want, if you're interested to see uh, what's in store so, for you, check it there out. There was a supposed official trailer, but it got pulled. So I, they're waiting for March fourth, which is Monday, hmm. uh, to make the official announcement. Uh. So. There All right. Well, let's move on to emails. Actually, we have a voicemail. Ooh. So Todd sent us <laughs> a voicemail. Thank you, Todd. So here's here's what Todd has to say. Let me play. Come on, play. Well, I remember we we talked about Sims Sims Three. Yes, which is not Sims. Which is not Sims City. So I've never played. <laughs> I've no. never played. I'm a Sims City noob. Either, oh. have either of you played Sim City? Absolutely. Oh, Stephanie, I'm I have not way. played it yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I go back way back with Sim City to the original. Really? Oh yeah. So you're really into Sim City? Are you excited about it? I. With for this version, not as excited as I could be, um, because once again, it's the DRM always on, mm-hmm. 
I always have to be logged in to play it. Yeah. I always have to be online. Why do I need to be uh. online? I don't need to be online. <laughs> well, that's what they did with the Diablo. Which is a shame though. because when you see the artwork, I mean, it is fantastic. Mm. It looks tremendous. But is so, that going to stop you from playing it? Uh, I'll probably wait till it goes on sale. <laughs> and then I'll get it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the the whole concept of SimCity is, is uh, you know, that you, you start out with just a block of land and then you have to create a thriving metropolis. You have to design everything from the flow of the streets to how does your... Uh, your zoning work you know do you mm-hmm. keep your manufacturing which actually generates pollution you have to keep it away from your residents or they they don't like it uh, you know you actually generate pollution and so one of the best parts of um, the older game was if your if your city got too much pollution Godzilla would come and attack your town. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that was like the best. Oh, that was cool. so much fun. And when, when's so, that coming yeah, out again? I love SimCity. Did you say March? <laughs> March 5th. March 5th. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Well, we'll keep our Ooh, eyes Tuesday. on that. Yeah. So that's right around the corner. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I think I'm going to be playing Tomb Raider. Yeah. With you. <laughs> Tomb Raider. I, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be playing Tomb Raider. In fact, as well. did, you, did either of you see the Conan O'Brien oh, play yes. of, of Tomb Raider? It was. It was probably the best. Like, yes. I love it. I loved it. It was funny. You got to see some of the game. You had the, you know, his sidekick that's like, oh my god, I can't believe he's saying this stuff. <laughs> I, I really hope he does more of those because I loved it. So, I loved when he 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 said, "You drive for a while. I want to perv out." Because <laughs> that's essentially what he was doing. He was yeah. perving, watching. Uh, Lara? Yeah, Lara. <laughs> Lara. <laughs> funny stuff. Funny, funny stuff. We'll yeah, be, catch we'll, it on YouTube. If yeah, you I'll embed it in the show notes, too, because it's <sighs> totally worth a watch. All right, so let's let's go into some of our emails. Uh, we have an email from Christopher. Steph, I think you were going to read this one, because you yes. were talking about Dishonored. Oh, yes. He says, uh, sup, lady? Loved the latest uh, episode. So, yes, the new DLC for Borderlands 2 is short, oh. uh, yeah, as we discovered. Uh, my buddy and I just beat the storyline in about four hours, but it's chock full of side missions. And the main guy is funny. The last mission is uh, named perfect for the situation. We laughed so dang hard. He is in love with Jack. Yeah, he was. Uh, so on to Dishonored. I love this game, and I follow you all on Twitter. <laughs> You're funny about the game. I'm probably was, talking I- to you. <laughs> Uh, anyways i also tried to stealth my way through my first play but i couldn't as i kept getting seen or caught so i just killed them all but now going through a second time i now know the game and what it expects and it's far easier to be stealthy just some advice for you the dlc for it is awesome i agree that the trials is awesome it's more or less training for the game it can be very difficult but as a gamer i'm determined to get through it all good for you now, as a guy gamer, I was just slightly shocked by Riptide's collector half-bust, slightly naked woman zombie. If they had used a male bust, it might not have been an issue with people. And an update to the story they did apologize. Yeah. Loving the fact that I'll be able to hear you all more regularly and look forward to more LOL. Remember, don't fall from the top of the stairs. Hint slash spoiler. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Christopher. Yes. <laughs> and don't throw the bodies if you're trying to go stealthy because that breaks them. Oh, <laughs> you know, they stopped snoring. I remember <laughs> seeing a video when Dishonored had come out. There was a video that showed you how you could make dead bodies dance and you could throw Ooh. them. <laughs> you could throw them on like, because the way they're just the mechanics of them, you throw them on this, uh, this 
uh, scaffolding and they like all hang there and they're all dancing. <laughs> it was the <laughs> weirdest, funniest thing. Um, so our next one is from uh, Joshua. And Joshua wrote me and said he had heard me on Final Score complaining that I couldn't get into Simpsons Tapped Out. And mm-hmm. he suggested that I just reboot my phone. And I just want to say thank you so much, Joshua, because I was really, really getting annoyed that I couldn't get in and use my hearts in, <laughs> in Tapped Out. And that's exactly what fixed it. So nice. I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for helping me fix my game. <laughs> so this also, the, uh, the grinder towards the end i did like oh yeah yeah i totally had i had like 300 hearts to just grind (laughs) up into cash so yeah that was awesome i can't wait to see what the next little update for that game is what were you gonna say uh kim um so i found that little inferno gobbles up the memory as well oh yeah so you know that's always it it'll crash on me once it starts crashing i just reboot and it clears the memory or something but yeah, so you got to be careful sometimes of these games that um, I don't, I think the games, the hardware is not holding up to mm-hmm. the, the games. Especially if it's probably, well, a, you have sometimes an iPad it's, too. it's the programming, right? You know, you, yeah. the memory can leak and, the, and, yep. the, and the, the programs don't properly close all the time. So exactly. you, can either, you can either double click the home button and just delete the button from the recent, uh, the, the games from the recent uh, played and that will, will close it for sure. Or you can just do a, a yeah. I call it a hard reset. Yeah, I just uh, or, a, or a power reset. Yeah, um, to get your yeah with your, the little inferno, I found I had to do the hard reset um, mm-hmm. versus just the soft reset. Right. Um, on other games, you're right. I just you know clear it out of the um, the memory, mm-hmm. and it's and it's usually fine. Yeah. Yep. And then we got our final email from our good friend, Renee. And Renee, I'm going to scold you because you are a podcaster. You should know you should not write an email this long. <laughs> but I'm going to let Kim uh, paraphrase some of the things that you wrote to us. So thank yes, you. This is a very way. long email from Renee, although we do love Renee. Yes. Yeah, um, hey, Valentine. girls, you had no emails last podcast. Ah, oh, the guilt. Yes. So <laughs> she wanted to rectify it um, with an email. Um, of course, she can never turn my back on my true love. Wow. Um, now that I am not raiding because they have no time, they're doing pet collecting. I like the pet collecting part more than the battling. Nothing compares to that thrill of getting a rare. Love my giraffe calf. Oh, and honestly, I have a rare giraffe calf as well, and it's my favorite little pet, and I Aww. named her Brittany. Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> And I hate when Brittany dies. It's like such a, like a little part of my heart is torn away. Anyway, (laughs) I took advantage of the Tomb Raider package that Steam had on sale a few weeks ago. And um, she booted up Tomb Raider 1 and was instantly frustrated. (laughs) The controls were horrendous. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think some of those older games, that and the save points Mm -hmm. probably. Oh, yeah you know, <laughs> frustrate you. It was an awesome game and I never got over the hilarity of Lara crashing to the ground like a rag doll. I also what decided I, to... Do, do you remember one of my favorite things to do was dive? She, uh, The original Tomb Raider, uh, Lara Croft could do a dive from anywhere. From I mean, it was meant to obviously dive into the water, mm-hmm. but she could dive from any platform <laughs> and she would snap her neck. Oh, no. <laughs> like, it was... <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty gruesome, but funny at the same time. <laughs> from from the woman who, you know, 
killed her sims by burning them to death oh yeah for sure <laughs> hey, i need to get a house somehow exactly i also decided to play bioshock well i was copying Yay! jay because he started playing it's such a freaky fun game i'm looking forward to i'm looking in every corner expecting someone to jump out at me any second yep i like it a lot and i'm interested to see how i'm going to interact with the little sisters and big daddies no idea what that means to harvest them you, you don't have to harvest them. Don't. Just remember yeah, that just you do, do not have to yeah, harvest the little it. sisters. Yes. But I'm going to do that. I learned it from y'all and I'm not going and I'm not that far in, but definitely playing more. Yeah, you don't have to harvest the little sisters. Yeah, do it, do it. Yeah. Kim's the angel, I'm the devil. Do it, do it, do it. Don't. <laughs> I did not harvest any little any sisters. Of them. Oh, I did. I could not. First, the first time around, I did. It still, it still is kind of cool that there are people out there that have not played Bioshock, and yeah. I, I'm, you know, if you're listening and you haven't played it, definitely give it a shot. It's a fun, fun game. It Steve, is, it is, and Steve I think it holds up cell. pretty well. Yeah, Steam just ran that cell with um for the new Bioshock Infinite. Mm -hmm. That if you if you pre-ordered it, they would give you Bioshock One and Two. Oh, cool. Yeah, perfect. So look for sales like yeah, that everywhere. Totally. All right. So was that it? Um, I know she had some other stuff. Um, she was just talking about the um, Nino Cooney and Cooney. Um, how um, she likes that oh. and um, the art style and everything. And, and it is it is a cool game. I really like the Nino Cooney. I started playing that on my PS3. Oh, you? Oh, cool. Um, you guys have a wonderful day. Huggles, may oh. all your Steam games be on sale. <laughs> Renee Valentine Thanks, Renee. at thevalentinecast.com. Yep. There you go. Let's check out thank you, Renee. Thank you, Renee. Yes, awesome. thank you for the email. All right, so let's. Uh, we're past our hour. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead no, and wrap up our show. Uh, but before we do that, Stephanie, if people want to send us an email or voicemail or just get in touch with us, how can they do it? Well, the email address is ladiesofleet at gmail.com, which of course corresponds to the website ladiesofleet.com. And uh, we're all on Twitter, as uh, the lovely Christopher mentioned earlier. Uh, Nicole is Nicole Spag. Uh, Kim is just Kim Molly, J-U-S-T-K-I-M-O-L-L-Y. And myself, X-I-A-X-I-A-N-1. Awesome. And the next time we record in two weeks, we are going to be talking about Tomb Raider. <sighs> and in fact, um, if you've gotten to the end of this episode... Congrats. <laughs> and we're going to congrat. We're going to do something fun. Um, we all got the pre-order for mm -hmm. Laura Croft. Um, am I saying Laura right? I mean, is it really Laura? Lara. 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 <laughs> I anyway. would say Laura. Lara. 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 I guess it's like Demi Deme. That's true. <laughs> if you pre-ordered the game, you uh, received the, uh, what was it? Lara Croft and the... Guardians of Light. Guardians of Light, which is a great top-down game. I loved it. Yeah, absolutely. That was I, a ton of fun. I own it, so I have an extra copy. Stephanie mm -hmm. owns it. She has an extra copy. Um, so if you are interested in that game, just find this episode. It's the, it's the latest episode on ladieselite.com. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you love about Laura, 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 whatever. <laughs> and uh, we'll randomly pick uh, a couple of people, and we'll send you the game through Steam. And uh, you can check that out. It's a fun, fun game if you haven't had a chance to play it. So um, a little contest uh, for you to participate. 
participated. Yeah. Alrighty. So thank you so much for listening and joining us. And we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Take it easy, everyone. Bye. Bye. Wow. I think that's like the only contentious um, one we've ever had. Or, you know, there's been like Steph is like hated a game, and <laughs> I loved wow, that it. That was though. fun. I, yeah, it was. <laughs> I don't mind that. I think you know, loving a game all the time. That's not. That's not interesting. I hate. I hate Assassin's Creed. So that's you know there you one. Go. See, there you go. We always have. Oh, good. It's like you're there.